it's time for a chocolate and coffee break. So grab your cuppa and let's listen together to stories from people of all walks of life that will touch your heart and reveal that opposites are the same. I'm your host, Andrea Putting, and this is Chocolate and Coffee Breaks, where we bring people together in the spirit of love and acceptance. Welcome to Chocolate and Coffee Breaks. And today, my guest is Catalina Gonzalez. And Catalina is a happiness ambassador who helps seniors and people with mixed abilities to shine through dance and cultural entertainment, which sounds pretty awesome. I really love that idea of what you what you're doing because it's it sounds it sounds like fun, which I like like something that sounds like fun. Well, this is our chocolate and coffee break. So I've got some chocolate today and I've got lemon myrtle, kakadu plum and almonds from the kakadu plum company. And I'm really excited about trying this chocolate because it has Australian native stuff on it and it looks really awesome. I just had a piece and it was yummy. Looks really good. What kind of chocolate have you got? today um, well um i love dark chocolate so mm-hmm. this is a veggie dark chocolate and it's got um blueberries raspberries and nuts in it it's amazing mm-hmm. it's a vegan chocolate and i'm very sneaky and i, I have actually two so i have <laughs> dark chocolate coated, coated blueberries and goji berries they're amazing oh, i love someone who's got a supply of chocolate happening that's great <laughs> I always like to have a bit of chocolate because you never know when you know you're going to have to have a nice conversation and a piece of chocolate is a great way to start a conversation. Totally agree. <laughs> so let's start with a nice easy question with you, Catalina, which I pulled out of my box of, I haven't got good lighting today, my box for chocolate and coffee breaks. And the question I have is what is the best thing about you? I'm sure there's lots of really good things about you. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with my vivacious energy. So um, through time, people have been telling me that I have this energy that uh, makes people want to come and talk to me and dance with me and um, engage with me and talk to me. So, um, yeah, I think it's gonna, I'm going to go with my vivacious energy. Well, I've really picked that up because when I saw you the other for the first time the other night, we were both on a on a Zoom meeting together, and that was really what I picked up from you is that that energy, and the, you, you vibrate this happiness energy that that you talk about. So that's, that's awesome. It's really good when people have what they say. You just you see it in them, which is awesome. Thank you. So, Catalina, I'd like to ask you a little bit about about your background because clearly you don't you're you weren't brought up in Australia. So, what is your background? I am originally from Colombia, from Medellin, Colombia. Wow. What brought, and what brought you to Australia then? From being from Colombia, I came to Australia eleven years ago. 
I was living in Colombia and working as a mar- uh, doing marketing for engineering companies. Mm-hmm. I had a full time job, um, and I was stuck to a computer all day, every day. And I realized that that wasn't the life that I wanted to live. So I originally came to Australia looking for a break, and that break has taken eleven years. <laughs> <laughs> It was a little bit longer than I expected. It was meant to be just for six months, then it turned to one year, and then the rest is history. Yeah. So clearly this is somewhere you like like to be. <laughs> Definitely. It was love at first sight. I felt at home straight away. Like um, a lot of people who migrate from Colombia, Latin American countries or other countries, some people don't adapt quite easily for um, because of differences, but for me, I adapted straight away. Um, it was a really strange feeling. I felt at home straight away. So, what has been your experience of of being an immigrant into this culture? It's been really good. Um, I believe that I kind of found my place. Um, in Australia. So since I arrived, I, like everything was new. So I came looking for a new experience. Everything was new. So I was just um, like a little kid. Like I had the innocence of a child just like going into, oh, that's nice. That's nice. Let's try this. Let's try that. Let's talk to this person. And let's talk to this another person. So I took this as a discovery adventure. I didn't know anything about the country. I didn't know anything about the city. I didn't know how cold it was. I didn't even know you could go to the beach by just taking a tram. Like, that's how ignorant I was. Because I didn't want to know. Like, I came here to kind of, like, for a rebirth. Um, so I found my space. Um, so I always I was always seeking for things that I wanted to do. So um, I came to study tourism. So I had the best time um, studying tourism. And then I found a job in a hotel which I've always wanted. And then I ended up being a dance teacher, which I've always wanted. So I've been kind of looking for that place where I could belong and that I feel um, comfortable and at home. So that has been my experience so far. Fantastic. So you, you found that people generally accepting of who you are? I believe so. And I think it's more a matter of this, the, the um, environments that I choose to involve myself in. Mm-hmm. So um, I belong to lots of dancing communities, Latin dancing communities, and they actually love the fact that I came from there, that I speak the language, that I know how to pronounce the words. Uh, so yeah, we're, yeah. Not at, we're not good at second languages in this country. I know, especially the one that I found most curious is the word paella. Do you know what paella is? No. You know the the Spanish dish with the big plate? Paella. Exactly. So when I tell people that the actual way to say that is paella, then people are like, no, it's not paella. (laughs) Well, then I'm going to have to be corrected and try to pronounce it correctly in the future. Oh, look, it's okay. I just like teaching and I like uh, when people try new things and I always teach people also how to roll the R's. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I think think it's been a matter of, like, I chose 
environments where I feel at home and I feel safe. Um, yeah, and I think that's what has helped me so far. So there are environments that I kind of not avoid, but I choose not to go there, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. What, what are some of the things that help you to feel like you belong in a community? Um, interesting. Yeah. Um, yes. What, what, um, I think, um, the fact that people are receptive to like, to who I am and it's me, the entire me with my accent, uh, with my humor, which can be interesting sometimes, uh, with me being childish, um, with me being different, um, I think it's that, like uh, finding communities where they accept me for who I am and communities that are open to learn, open to um, embrace new cultures, new languages, new differences. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. That would have been fairly close to what I how I would sum it up. So it's really nice to hear it from somebody else's perspective that's the same kind of things that are important. So what do you find is, is what is those things, those cultural things that you bring with you from your background that you would like to be able to share with, with the community that you now live in? I've been really lucky because I've had the opportunity to share them, I think, pretty much from day one. Um, so one of them is uh, dancing. So I love dancing. I've, I've danced since I was little. And uh, here I found the opportunity to teach how to dance. So in teaching how to dance, then I can teach people about movements, about the history of the dances, the history of the costumes, the history of the flowers. And I'm always wearing my flower uh, on my head because it's kind of part of who I am. Um, and then with the dance teaching, it comes the music, all the beautiful sounds and the beautiful instruments that each instrument, each sound, they all have history. So I'm able to share that. Of course, the food. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm not the best cook, but I'm really good at taking things out of a package. And <laughs> lucky that me. Takes, that takes talent. <laughs> lucky me we have lots of latin american entrepreneurs that bring lots of yummy things and they cook yummy things that you can just heat up so i'm always um inviting my friends either in my house to have our coffee to have arepas or also uh to go with me to latin american restaurants um so i feel a full ambassador of my culture and of my country and of my heritage so much so that i created a social enterprise around it Yes. Tell me about that. I'd love to hear about that because that's part of my passion. Yes. So I created a social enterprise called Mosaic Experiences with um, my co-founder and co-director, Karina. We met at a festival and we had a conversation and we realized that we both had a purpose of using our culture to bring communities together and to uh, inspire a sense of community and belonging. <laughs> Fantastic. So you, we're, we're right in the same, same field here. Exactly. So we create uh, interactive experiences because um, what we found is that people in Australia are very used to just watch. So if you yeah. go to a festival, if you go to an event, all you can see is everyone with their phones 
just recording or maybe like the maximum they can just and then what we do is that we actually grab them we get them wear the flowers we get them to wear the skirts um we get them uh singing with us and saying un dos tres cuatro derecha izquierda arriba abajo and we get them moving because one thing is to actually see something a different thing is to experience and actually get involved in it so uh we use different elements dance music arts and crafts food and language uh, and we're focused at the moment on all the creating experiences for all the adults and people with disabilities And uh, our team is, um, we are all migrants, uh, most of us from Latin America, uh, but we're now starting to recruit people from different countries. So it's an authentic experience what we offer. So we have someone who is an ambassador of their own country and their own culture to actually bring the experience the way that we live it there. We bring it here. That's wonderful. I love that. That's awesome. That's really, yeah, something that I... I think is really an important aspect and really to the core of what chocolate and coffee breaks is all about, about understanding and experiencing other people's cultures and seeing that how, that no matter how different we think we are, there is always something that's the same. So I like to say opposites are the same. And you know what's interesting? That actually I'm obsessed with coffee and chocolate. <laughs> It's just meant to be. <laughs> yes, yes. And I find that, that usually when I say to people, oh, I've got cho- this, this social mission of chocolate, coffee and conversation, they go, sign me up, I'm in. <laughs> it's not a hard sell. Yeah, no, it's just so easy. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know that, that history about the flower in your hair because that's that sounds like it's a be a fascinating story um look the flower in my head is because um I started dancing when I was eight years old and I still remember my first performance it was uh cumbia and cumbia is the traditional dance from Colombia mm-hmm. and the dress of the cumbia is a very big long skirt it's beautiful and um, usually the girl has a flower on her head and for most uh, of the Latin American dances We usually have a flower on our head. And because I've been representing my culture for such a long time, I thought that this could be something that can, like, even if I'm on normal clothes, I always have a part of my culture with me. And I always have a part of my uh, mosaic dress with me. And the flower is purple because the the color of our business is purple and turquoise. (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah. It's, It's nice to carry a piece of your culture with you, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. So if people are interested, I, I think I'm fascinated by, by what you do. People want to find out more about this and how they can have a cultural experience with Catalina. I'd love you to share with us that. Uh, we have we are on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and it's Mosaic experiences with uh so mosaic is with s and k because we wanted to give it a touch of something different Mm -hmm. Uh, so mosaic experiences yes we are on facebook instagram youtube and linkedin and we're always open to work with uh, groups and communities who want to connect more and who wants to um, have more fun and move more and sing more 
because we believe that communities that dance and sing together are stronger together. Yeah, and that's something that we don't do much in Australia. We don't we don't dance like other countries do. I have this story. My son went to went to India, and he was there with with another couple of, with a a young woman um, who was also from Australia and they were staying with these Indian people and they were going, went into an Indian village and the Indian, and they did a dance for them. And then they turned to, to my son and, and this young woman and said, now it's your turn. What's the dance from your culture? <laughs> <laughs> and they just looked at each other and was like, we don't dance. <laughs> so it's a completely... We just don't do it. And, and really, are, are we missing out on something, something big here of something that we can learn from other cultures? Yeah. I think it's very important. Um, we do, um, sometimes we work with children as well, and they love it. So I think there is a point where, like, if as a child you don't do something enough, then it gets to a point that as a teen, you don't keep doing it. And then as an adult, you think it's too embarrassing because a lot of of the adults that I invite to dance, they need to have a drink (laughs) to be able to feel confident to dance. Yeah. And and that's actually like one of um, my main talents is to get someone who's never danced before to actually get up and move. Because I say that I can teach you how to dance in five minutes. Like it just takes me one song to teach someone how to dance because people have this idea that dancing is like what you see in the musicals and things like that. I don't even dance like that. You know, it's all about moving and feeling and having fun. And it's just about about enjoying and don't think. That's the thing. We don't need to think when we dance. Yeah, it doesn't like need to be like in those, I don't know, I watched a Jane Austen movie last week and no, this dance is all choreographed and it's like, no, <laughs> it's not like that, is it? Not at all, not at all. Like I do teach steps because they make things simple and easy, like when yep. you have steps to do to a song, but dancing is more about feeling the music and getting into it and just getting yourself moving and connecting with someone else. Yeah. Would you have any advice that you would give, any any ideas, advice that you give people as far as, you know, connecting and about the importance of connecting with other cultures? What would you say? I believe that it's a matter of being open, being open-minded, being open to explore and um, more uh, open to ask questions as opposed to just assume things from something that either someone told you or something that you read on the news or something like, for example, some people just meet one person from one um, background. And then um, like we tend to make all these assumptions about the culture or about mm-hmm. that country just because of one person or people read something on the news or they see something on a movie and we start making all these assumptions. So um, my advice would be don't make assumptions, be open to explore. And it's more about asking questions than giving your um, arguments or opinions. Yeah. And that that's a beautiful response, which is 
very much how I, I would see that too. Because I know that that if you have one bad experience with somebody, you can easily pick up that and kind of blame the whole that whole ethnic group, that whole social group, and suddenly instead of just being one person that you don't like, it's suddenly half a billion people. Um, and how ridiculous is that? Exactly. It's like, for example, if you watch those American movies, like the teen movies, so you would assume that every blonde is uh, a bad person or is um, like it's going to bully someone else because she's a cheerleader and then the quarterback has to be this hot guy that <laughs> or if you have glasses, then that means something about you. It's like, no, it's not. Yeah. And, and this is the whole beauty between, between about the idea of chocolate and coffee breaks is that we sit down with somebody and have a conversation and, and realise that, oh, gee, how we, how we saw a stereotype is not the way it is and that, that actually just because I didn't like that person doesn't mean I'm not going to like you because you're a different person and you've got lots of stories to tell. And I'd like to think even the person that we didn't like, that we'd be able to find something about them that we could like. I or hope. that we could learn from as well. Certainly always something that we can learn from, always. Yes, and so it's been a real pleasure chatting with you, Catalina, and I, I just love the st what you're doing and your your whole way of looking at culture and community and belonging is very much in alignment with, with what I'm doing with chocolate and coffee breaks and the social mission revolution and all the stuff that I do. So I can see that, that you and I can have lots of conversations that are going to go on for hours at other times off the podcast. <laughs> That sounds great. Yeah, um, I was actually very intrigued by what you do and very inspired um, because it's great that there is someone like you out there putting us in the map because what I find is that not many people are interested on um, like putting people like from diverse backgrounds into podcasts and speaking opportunities. So I want to say congratulations and thank you. You're amazing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Catalina. <laughs> It's it's a it's a real passion of mine and something that I hope will continue whether it's a chocolate and coffee podcast or whatever podcast, whatever I do, it's always about sharing with with people from all pla all places, all backgrounds. So it's something I really enjoy and appreciate. So thank you so much for being with me. I just so appreciate your time today. Thank you very much for the invitation. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> and I probably pronounced that badly. <laughs> no, that was really good. That was really awesome. good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so that's all for chocolate and coffee breaks today. And there'll be another coffee and chocolate breaks coming up real soon with another story from around the world. Thank you for joining me today on Chocolate and Coffee Breaks. To download our resource pack for your own chocolate and coffee break experiences and join our community, head on over to www.chocolateandcoffeebreaks.com.
Join us again next time as we explore more stories that will touch your heart and reveal that opposites are the same. Meanwhile, share a chocolate, have a cuppa, enjoy a conversation and change the world.